You're listening to SCGA Off the Hosel, the official podcast of the South Carolina Golf Association. Here are your hosts, Alan Knight and Biff Lathrop. Hey, and welcome to a special South Carolina Amateur episode of the SCGA Off the Hosel. We are live at Musgrove Mill in a rain delay at the moment. Rain delay. It's uh, it's great. Another <laughs> another amateur. That is Biff Lather. Be- <laughs> I'm, be- I am here, y'all. Yep. In between rain. watching the radar and consulting with Kyle Maloney, we have been recording a few interviews. But before we get to those guys, we have six past South Carolina amateur champions, which is cool. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, it's one of the reasons you and I kind of talked about putting this thing together. I can't remember the last time we've had six former champions in the field together. Most of it, you know, go pro and what have you. But here we are at Musgrove. And Musgrove draws them in, so it we does. Had, we took the opportunity during the rain delay and uh, got some of these guys in here. So we'll we'll get to that. But, but Alan, we have been so busy, man. I mean, it's been like lightning around here with golf tournaments and, and what's coming up too. But let me go over a couple quick things with you. We yeah. Last since the last time you and I got together, uh, our junior crowd was up at Thornblade doing the the Blade Invitational up there. Yes. And uh, they were there July the 18th through the 20th. It was the 25th anniversary of the Blade. It's a good, great tournament. A great tournament. They did a great job, uh, and they're just going to continue on. And uh, they played, you know, three rounds of golf around the golf course. They actually used days one, three, and four whole locations from when they had the uh, Corn Ferry, Corn Ferry BMW event there. I'm so the kids surprised. got to experience it. Yeah, it was pretty, pretty, pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when it was when it's all done, we we had we had champions in, in both the girls' thirteen and eighteen year old division and the boys. Uh, in the girls' division, Olivia Pellerin yeah. had a one shot victory over Grace Lindsay with Good a score job. of two thirty one. Yeah, and in the boys' division, uh, Dawson Zabo from Greer, South Carolina, also with a one shot victory and an even par score of two thirteen. Good job, both of y'all. Yep, Olivia Dawson, very impressive. Uh, Juniors rolled right on from there, went down to Hilton Head and had the Jimmy Self invitation yep. uh, at the Fazio course at, at, uh, Palm Dune, at Palmetto, Palmetto Dunes. Dunes yep. um, you've done that a couple times, haven't you? Never there. Never there. That's it was right. always at Greenwood. That's right. Yeah. Uh, they were there the 28th through the 30th uh, over the weekend. And it, incredibly, kind of cool, we're in Hilton Head. Well, yeah. guess who won the girls and boys divisions? I don't know. Hilton Head residents. Okay. Yep. And Good. Girls 13 to 18, Lexi Millbranch shot a three-day total of 225 for a three-shot victory. Yeah. And obviously, from they like to do a lot of the same things. In the boys' division, Garrett Fader had a three-shot victory with a total score of 212. Um, that's cool. Good Good for them, man. And I've heard nothing but great things about that place. Yep. They do a good job tournament. down there. And uh, they, they just – you know they take care of our crowd when we're in there, and so it was it was fun. And and but you know while that was going on, right across the water, if you will, we were I, myself and Alex Hamilton were at Chichesi Creek Club. Oh yeah, with our Georgia South Carolina team matches. I saw that post. We won. Yeah, we won. <laughs> That's right. Uh, and we but listen, it, we did win. We was a twelve to four victory playing uh, match play, two rounds of match play. Um, it was a. Great weekend for our top eight boys to play the top eight boys from Georgia. It was a good opportunity for us to spend some time with the Georgia crowd uh, yep. and kind of learn some things. And I will tell you, if you ever have a chance to go to Chessie Creek Club, uh, you need to because it is a special treat. They, I don't know if I've ever been treated better at yeah. a facility than they do. They they make you feel like you've been a member there for years and years and years. So it They was, do uh, a good job. It was great. Um, and I think all the boys had a good time. Miss Linda Hartall was our tournament chairman. Wow. And bless her heart, she was out there for all three days and was a That's part of cool. it with us. So it was really neat to meet somebody famous and as, as gifted as she is yeah. in the artistry world. I wish I had more of her work. 
Yeah, I, I do too. I, after talking to her, though, I've realized I can't afford a lot of her. Oh, work I knew that going into it. Yeah, but uh, and then uh, you know, like I said, we, you and I are here at the first round of the 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 uh, state amp championship here at Musgrove, but. Our junior crowd just got done with an event at Greenwood Country Club. Our player series uh, it was August the first and second. Yep. And uh, they got around there with no no delays, unlike us. And um, <laughs> when the girls in thirteen and eighteen division, Miss Merritt Barbary from Columbia, South Carolina, shot seventy five seventy two for one forty seven total. Good job. And the thirteen and eighteen year old boys, Brennan Kelly from Greer, South Carolina, a one shot victory over Garrett Gillespie. Uh, he uh, Brennan shot sixty nine seventy one for a total of one forty. Man, that's awesome. And I, that's where we used to have the Jimmy Self and I worked right. there. That's right. That's right. Greenwood. Yep. That was the good old days. Um, so, yeah, we run from this. Like I said, you know, we're finishing up. Hopefully we, hopefully we can get out there and play some golf and get this thing done uh, Sunday. Um, one way or another, we'll be done on Sunday. Yeah. Um, so, we'll have those results then. But then uh, we very next day, on Monday, August the 7th, we'll be at the uh, Country Club of Lexington for the U.S. Senior Am Qualifier. How many spots do you know? I think we've got three spots, okay. I believe. Good. I believe. I double check. Um, and our junior crowd is, is going to be already be down in Charleston, the Country Club of Charleston. We've got the Beth Daniel Junior Invitational. Oh, yeah. August the 8th through the 10th. That's right after this. Isn't I it? mean, right after yeah, this. We yeah. literally we trade trailers. Right. I, I take the trailer from Musgrove. I drop it off. Justin hooks it up to his truck and runs it down to Charleston. So It's a long week, but it's a good week. It's a good week. It's a good week. And, and, and you know, they always do such a great job down there at Charleston with that event. And Beth Daniel comes in as a part of it. So it's, it's good to have her affiliation and her, her, you know, she really likes being a part of it. And I'm going to throw this out there. Something I noticed this week, they've got a new Beth Daniel Jr. Junior Zelia Twitter account. Yes. Or, or uh, I'm sorry, Instagram. Instagram. Yep. So make yep. sure you go follow that too. Yep, for sure. Uh, they get done there at the junior for, at, at Beth Daniel. <laughs> Justin leaves from there and goes to Seabrook to go run the All-Stars that weekend, the 12th through the 13th. Oofa. And the other two are uh, Paige and, and Greg uh, and Sarah Sophia will go from Charleston and drive up to Paris Mountain for the upstate version of the All-Stars August the 12th through the 13th. Man. Yeah. Um, and we're not done yet. I mean, until we get back together again, that very next day on Sunday, on Monday, we've got another U.S. Mid-Am qualifier at Carolina Country Club on August the 14th. Mm. And then we finish up that little run with our Mid-Am four-ball championship. We're going to be at Florence Country Club August 19th to 20th. I'm dizzy. Yeah, I am too. Listen. I just got – I had to take a sip of water in between all that to get <laughs> going again. But, uh, yeah, um, there's a lot going on. Uh, end of the summer push. Uh, again, to, to my team, I just want to say thank you to them. They, they do such a great job. Uh, the long days, long hours, a lot of planning goes into this. And days like today makes it even longer. Yeah. But uh, we've got a great team, and um, and we look forward to doing all these things and getting these events done. And, and hopefully the number one priority right now is to get the state amateur finished up. And uh, But in the meantime, I hope everybody enjoys the listen from our past former champions here at the State Am Championship. Together, the South Carolina Golf Association, the South Carolina Junior Golf Association, and the South Carolina Junior Golf Foundation strive to promote, preserve, and grow the game of golf in South Carolina. Through a combined effort, each association and the foundation work to support amateur golf, junior golf, and grow the game's initiatives throughout the state of South Carolina. Be sure to follow all three organizations on our social media handles for the latest and greatest updates and news. The MySCGA app is also a great way for all members to post scores, follow live scoring at SCGA Major Championships, and stay updated on all things SCGA. To follow live scoring of the SCJGA events, download the SCJGA app.
we have our 2022 champion, Mr. Zach Adams, with us now. Zach, how are you? I am great. How are y'all doing? We're good. You're in a rain delay. Yes, sir. We had to steal you from your pool game. <laughs> uh, so, let's talk about last year at Dunes Club. All right. When you were going into it that week, mm-hmm. how was your game? It was in good shape. Was Just it? qualified for the USAM, feeling good, and I wasn't missing a shot back then, so... Good for you. Uh, did you play in the junior championship at Dunes when we had it there? I did not. Way back. You might have been too young. I was too young for that. Yeah, yeah. So, um, tell me about that week. What do you remember? Uh, I can tell you about every shot I hit. Can you really? Especially in the last round. I can tell you there was not a rain delay last year. Yeah, there was not a rain <laughs> delay. There was no chance this year. <laughs> it was perfect weather last year. <laughs> Unfortunately, Biff is watching a radar morning. He's in this interview probably. But, um, so, you remember all your shots. Mm-hmm. Did you, you didn't have a caddy, did you? I did not. I by myself and did your dad try and caddy for you or do you, he know uh, better no he knows better i, I, I don't you. have him caddy for me much anymore who'd you get paired with the first two rounds last year first two rounds i was with a local member and um i forgot who the other guy was he's, they he's played a lot of golf tournaments since then probably. oh i know yeah. i know who you pair with today do you know I'm paired with Todd White and uh, Lee Palms. Biff put him in the big boy group. That's when yeah. you're champion, baby. You get to play with champions. That's right. So, any of the Gamecocks in the field last year? Uh, last year, we had almost the whole team play. Yeah. Everyone from South Carolina. I think everybody was in there, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Any bragging rights on the team once you leave? Uh, yeah, just a little bit. Just a little <laughs> well, I mean, he comes in as a freshman right off that yeah. win at the amateur. That was his first year last oh, year. Oh, wow. So, he went, he, went into, he went in as a champion straight to the team. Man. So, you have uh, – the Dunes Club, did it fit your game, mm-hmm. you think? It does a lot. A okay. lot better than this place, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of Musgrove Mill here, where we are this week, first first round today. Yep, so your scores. Do you remember your scores? I shot uh, 69, 70, 68, 72, I think. Nice. And now let me ask you this. On that final round, because you had some people chasing you, mm-hmm. and you had a – you didn't the first six holes. I think you had a little I was struggle. Two didn't? or three over through six. That's what I thought. And then you turn it around. I, th- yeah. I remember. Uh, I think did you birdie nine? That I birdied nine. Yeah, looked, birdied nine and kind of gave a little fist pump. Yeah. Looked at Carlos was one back. Kind of looked at him and then. Yeah. Didn't miss anything from there on in. Carlos is a good guy. I remember that was he played well that week yeah, too. Did. Um, so back to the dunes. Had you played there in any competition prior? Mm-mm. That was okay. the first time being out there. What'd you think of the place? Obviously, I loved it. Right, <laughs> it's a cool motif. Yeah, the alligators cool. and uh, mm-hmm. the, the logos. The, the the clubhouse locker room, men's locker room. That over, it's the coolest view you've ever seen is overlooks the beach back there. You're right there on the beach with that locker room view. So, what happened after you won the South Carolina Amateur? I went straight to the USAM. Did you really? Mm-hmm. With a little more confidence, probably. A little more confidence, yeah. Where was the US Amateur? Uh, Ridgewood. Okay. In New Jersey. Man, uh, the, who's caddy for you there? Uh, Willis Rogers. Okay. Friend from Charleston. Oh, plays at Winthrop. A former junior golfer. Yeah. 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 You didn't get any trouble with Willis, did you? Not that much. Good, good. <laughs> Zach made it to uh, the – you made it to the drive chip and putt finals way back in the day, didn't uh, you? No, I didn't. I made it to the this, semifinal or the one before Masters. Like congressional. Yeah. Where did you go? It was in Virginia. Okay. It was a high-end place. but Yeah. Um, what did Bill McDonald have to say about your South Carolina amateur victory? Uh, he was really proud. He was excited to have me playing good coming in for the fall. Yeah. So that was fun. I know somebody else was proud, too. It was his old man. Well, yeah. and not even Randy. I don't know what Whitey said to you. Oh, Whitey was – he probably had a tear in his eye when I called him after. Let's explain who Whitey is. Whitey is his grandfather and mm-hmm. a, a South Carolina golf legend. Legend. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Whitey still hits balls to this day, doesn't he? Yeah, hits balls every day. Walks his dog to the driving range. And he's, Rock Hill he's Country blind, Park. right? Or yeah, he's he blind. says he's blind. Legally. He says he's blind. Yeah, I don't <laughs> believe it. I don't believe it. He came up. Charlie Reimer told a story the other night. We were at a function, and he told a story about old Whitey. Um, yeah, it was cool. I, I know when, when you finished, we I left straight from the Dunes Club and went to Charleston, which is your home course, because mm-hmm. we had the Beth Daniel Jr. Zalea going. Yeah. Had to haul the trailer down there. Yeah. And uh, we took the amateur trophy and put it in the golf shop, and it sat there for a couple months, I think. So yeah. everybody got to everybody got to see it. You got, got to, to gloat. Yeah. Chest out a little bit. Yeah, got a couple <laughs> pictures with the pro. Nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> did uh, the you, did you keep leave the trophy at the club, or did you take it to Carolina? Um, I didn't have any say in I where the, the big trophy, the real trophy went. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Back to the tournament. What was your most clutch shot you think you hit that week? Uh, I would say on 15, par 5, I had 230 up the hill, hit a 2-iron to like 25 feet. Really? Just on that little green, so that was good. And you carry a 2-iron in the bag? Oh, yeah. Wow. Still? Still. Just And you hit it out the fairway? Yeah. Man, that's different. Uh, Biff, do you know anybody else carries a 2-iron? I think they're more prevalent now. We're seeing more of them out there, a little driving iron, I guess we're calling them. Yeah, I'm hitting a lot of them this week on about every hole. Every I was about to box. say, I, with this golf course, before this rain set in on us, it was really firm and fast, mm-hmm. the fairways were. And uh, I think that was a lot of it for these young guys like Zach and them that were having to yeah. dial it back a little bit off the tee. Yeah, but you got you got a chance to throw some darts this afternoon right at the flag. Yes. Are you, is, your need, game, is your game where it was last year this time? Um it was today it has it hasn't been so far but leading up to this tournament yes it was right. maybe better than it was last year well there you go don't catch yourself out you got plenty more golf to play mm-hmm. if we can ever get back out there <laughs> thank you zach here's our 2019 south carolina Amateur champion mr tyler gray tyler how are you awesome nice to be with you guys hey thank it's you good for having, having you here man uh, it's always nice to get one of our past champions back in the field and playing with us yep thank you for choosing to sit down with us prior to the uh prior to year round so 2018 thornblade club 19 2019 2019. thornblade club Mm -hmm. tell me overall what do you remember about that week um i remember about a year prior to winning that tournament feeling like i had lost my golf game Uh uh-huh it was just this it was just this high like slice that I couldn't get rid of for some reason. It was almost like a yip in a way. Right, right. I felt like I kind of had the driver yip, so to speak. And it was almost like this year-long process to try to get my golf game back yep. before leading up to that golf tournament. But after my freshman year at Coastal, I felt like I could at least keep it in play and like <laughs> compete. Right, right. And the summer leading up to that, I guess my only thought was, how can I win this golf tournament? Nice. So when I would go out to Camden, I would practice. I was just trying to make as many birdies as I could because I know when you play in this, you got to make a gazillion birdies to win nine times out of ten. Right, yeah. So I, I remember leading up to that week, I really felt like I could win, and then it just the stuff started to fall my way that week, and I happened to play really well and got it done. He played really well. Let, let me give you his four <laughs> rounds he shot at Thornblade, okay. which is where you know the Nationwide does their tournament there. I mean, this yep. is a hard golf course. My man shot 67, 66, 67, and a 68, one of the very few players in the field that got into the 60s on the final round, uh, for a, a 16 under total, one by four shots. Man, who'd you win over? You Logan win? Sowell was okay. came in second. Yeah, that's a good victory. And you had played at Thornblade a good bit with the Blade, I assume? I played in the Blade, I believe, three times okay. in my junior career. So you so had competed I was there. fairly familiar with the place, yeah. 
And, you know, as we sit here, Alan, we've spoken about it. We're in a rain delay now, but uh, we had a huge delay there at Thornblade. We had a storm hit us, and uh, oh, yeah. it was brutal. I mean, we, it was a nasty storm. Now. Yeah, it was a good one. I'm almost 100% sure I played 27 that Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty sure. Yeah. It, were you nervous with those kind of scores and being in the league? Because I feel like you were maybe wire-to-wire leader. Was he wire-to-wire leader? No, we had a – Jake Carter came out the gates hot. He okay. shot 64 the first day. Okay. So, any pressure? At any point, did you ever start – doubting yourself or like what us amateur regular amateur golfers would do well i mean if i'm going to be completely honest i mean in my junior career i felt like there were multiple events that i let slip away at the very end yeah i feel like i could have won a lot earlier on in my career and i never did so that was definitely something that you know i got to saturday and it was like you know what's going to happen this week right you know because i mean i woke up saturday morning i was like you know, I feel like I'm playing the best in the field right now, but it's just a matter of whether I'm going to actually do it. Well, the other thing is, too, you just mentioned that you had to play a lot of golf on Saturday. You didn't really have time to get into a normal routine on Saturday to maybe even get nervous because you had to go out there and finish your second round, and we turned you, flipped you right around to play the third round. So you really had time to sit on that lead and right, think about that's it. That's true. Know? Right. Yeah. Uh, so did you, did you mentally, did you have a thought in your head? I mean, or you just, like you kind of say, waiting to explode. Not you to say that, I said that, but. I mean, that definitely crossed my mind before I got to the golf course that day, but I, I tried to just keep my foot on the gas. And you did. I tried not to play defense, just the same game plan, just attack. The greens yeah. were so soft, I just felt like I could go at everything. Right. I mean, other than maybe a couple of exceptions on the par threes, but outside of that, it was pretty much the same game plan. It was just send it all week. Do you remember the best shot you, you would qualify that week do you remember that i want to i think or the most hole, hole 13 the final round okay up the i hill? had yeah i hit it like up the left side of the fair one that dull egg right and i probably had i want to say like 157 or 158 in i want to say i hit a nine iron to about four or five feet and made the putt okay and that's when i felt like i had a pretty good threshold on the golf tournament right uh any what about the crowds? Did the crowds bother you? Were you already used to that by the Coastal Carolina, by college, or junior golf? I mean, it didn't bother me too much. Okay. I mean, I guess when you're an amateur golfer, it's weird any time you have more than, like, maybe two or three people watching you just because, you know, that doesn't right. really happen at our level a whole lot no. other than maybe a couple circumstances. Wasn't distracting at all? No. Okay. I, but, I mean, I want to say there was probably, like, 15 or so people watching and, us and, when, and he had them watching follow him around watching but when he got the 18 green there's probably 60 75 people sitting up or there watching him finish up and i remember a little i think it was a little fist pump when you made that last put on 18 to, to, to clinch the championship too yeah it was almost like a i finally did it yeah you know what i mean it emotional just, release yeah it was yeah. like all those times that i should have and i didn't it finally culminated into winning i feel like one of our states if not our state's yeah. biggest amateur golf tournament that was my next question would you have rather won the jimmy self twice or the state <laughs> amateur you know what i mean like and not win the state amateur i would i would win the state amateur right again if i could yeah. i'd trade anything in you peaked at the right time the right week yeah so you, you won that championship the first of august in 2019 so you were going into your sophomore year at coastal is that right yes sir and did that propel you any through your rest of your college career give you a little bit of confidence I like to think it made me – I always believed that I belonged, but after that I knew. No. Yeah. And it it made me know that I can hit the golf shots and I can get it done. Yeah. So it was nice. I want to say 
about a year after that, I won my first college event too. So I think that definitely helped propel me into doing that. Good for you, man. And and you know, the, comes with the championship and the trophy, which is what we're all after, right? After the title and being called champion of the amateur championship, soccer amateur championship. But uh, also comes with a pretty good gift certificate you got that day. Do you remember? <laughs> Thornblade's a pretty good spot to go go shop in the oh, golf yeah. shop. Do you remember? Did you get anything good? I actually have a funny story about the pro shop credit. So <laughs> I bought a bunch of random stuff, just like clothes and all that. But I couldn't find. I mean, seven hundred fifty dollars. That's a lot. Yeah. So I ended up finding this putter. And I was just like, you know what, I'm just going to get it. Just because I couldn't find anything else to get. Well, first qualifier, we showed up at school. I was like, you know what, I'm just going to mess around with it. So I'm out there in the practice green putting this putter. And my coach looks at me and he's like, what are you doing? And he's like, why are you putting with this thing? And I'm like, I don't know. I just wanted to kind of mess around with it. He was like, you just won a golf tournament and shot 1,604 <laughs> rounds. And you're out here putting with a different putter. He was like, are you out of your mind? Did it stay in the bag? No, I think it lasted maybe 18 holes. <laughs> I hear you. That's funny. How about your, your parents? Uh, your parents were always very big supportive, and your grandmother, your grandparents were very yeah. big supporters. What was their reaction that week? Are they, they, I mean, I'm, I know they had to be super ecstatic and happy. Yeah, well, they kind of seen me struggle mentally with the sport for, yeah. like I said, about a year. And they knew the mental demons and the battles that I was dealing with on the inside when I played com- competitive golf. Right. So I think – like I said earlier, when it all just culminated to that one moment, it was kind of emotional just because, oh, you, know, yeah. you know, I love this game and, like, I don't want to feel like I'm handicapped when I'm out there trying to make a golf swing. Right. So, it was, yeah, it was an unreal feeling. It was unfortunate that my grandparents couldn't be there. Okay, they but, weren't there. No, sir. Yeah. I but, know um, they've been there a lot of times, though. Oh, yeah. They they traveled with me everywhere in junior golf, pretty much. When my parents couldn't go, it was right. my grandparents that yep. took me, which meant a lot to me growing up. They always supported me. They have a party for you at Camden when you got back. Was there any kind of celebration? It was actually a party at my uncle's house near Clemson. <laughs> now, oh, okay, nice. <laughs> yeah, I stayed. I stayed in near Clemson for that week. It was like a forty-minute drive back and forth from Thornblade, and yeah, Probably it, got it a little was, rowdy. It was pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Camden's awesome. Camden's a good place to hone your skills at. So yeah, I, I think it's very good for short game. Oh yeah. Um, I wish it was a little longer, no. but that doesn't go with like the style of it. Yeah. I like the turtle shell greens, and I, it's, I'll tell you what, our general manager, Wayne Watts, and our new superintendent, Nick Price, yeah. they've done an unreal job out there. It looks unreal. I know y'all got the state mid-am out there. Yeah, the golf course is as good as I've seen it in years and years. Nick's done a wonderful job oh, yeah. out there. That's it's awesome program. now. It's a blessing to be out there, to be honest. What are you doing now with your golfing career? Are you, you, you're, you're working now? You graduated in mm-hmm. May, and you're working now? So, currently, I'm just working in the pro shop at Camden, okay. which, you know, it's nice to still be around golf, and it gives me time where I get off of work, I can go practice and yeah. do whatever I need to to try to keep my game sharp. Well, you going to turn pro or no? Maybe. TBD. Okay. <laughs> to, to be <laughs> determined. Right. That's, I, that's all right. Nothing wrong with that. Um, Keeping my options open. <laughs> well, Tyler, where's your game at this week? How are we feeling heading I'm, into Musgrove? I'm feeling pretty good about it. Um my Achilles heel in my career has always been the driver. It's just whether or not I'm going to hit the driver straight. But when I got here and I realized that I'm not even going to need it, I felt pretty good about it. Good. So if it, it, I think this whole place is just about hitting spots and playing smart. And I think if you get 
you get too happy slinging at those pins, I think you're just you're gonna shoot a number. <laughs> Conversation so. came up earlier. Do you have a driving iron in your bag, or do you what, what do you what do you use? Like, what are you gonna use off of some of these par fours and fives? So I actually have. I like to call it my fat four iron. Yeah. But it's pretty much like a title's driving iron that's bent to a three iron, and it goes. If I can flight it the right way and keep it low, it goes forever out here. Nice. So. Well, good luck, my man. I appreciate Hope you guys. You Thank well. you for having me. Good having you with Thank us. Thank you, Tyler. Mr. 1993, Taylor Huff in the house with us. Taylor. <laughs> Good having you here, baby. Thank you so much for having me. We're here at Musgrove Mill, kind of kind of close to home for you. 25-30 uh, minute drive. Yeah. Right down the road. So let me ask you this. So yes. 1993, yes. you took the title at Greenville Country Club, the Chanticleer yeah. course. Yeah. Do you remember my records? I don't have the I don't have online records back that far. It's a long time ago. <laughs> what do you remember what you shot? One under par. One under par. One under par. Do you remember who, who might have been right behind you? Uh, had uh, Tommy Beershank was there. Uh, I birdied the last hole to beat Mark Swaggart by shot, who was All-American at Clemson. Uh, I believe he's uh, Superintendent Lexington. Country well, he's actually Superintendent down at Palmetto. Okay. And you mentioned Tommy. He was the champion in 92 right before he you. He put the coat on. And that, that's right. Yeah, and then, yeah. uh, and then the, you mentioned Swaggart, who mm-hmm. ended up winning the championship the next year here, here. at Musgrove. That's, that's exactly right. right. That's I, exactly I, right. I think I played pretty well. I was I played with Frank Ford. I remember, and I eagled thirteen or something. Was you know kind of up there in the top yep. eight or nine or whatever. But uh, I don't think I was ever close to him. And you know, he I think he he played really. He played. He shot under par every day. I yeah. know that for a fact. But. Uh, if he could have, if he was a good putter, he probably would have beat me by 15 at Chanticleer. Uh, <laughs> so uh, very fortunate uh, to uh, have that victory come when it did. So. What do you What do you remember about that? I mean, I know obviously the championship at that time we put a coat. At that time you got yeah. a polyester coat, I was nice say. blue, baby blue, baby blue, yeah. and and usually we we're always the still first have in August. Do you really? Don't have the uh, emblem that goes on it, but I still yeah. have it. That's yeah. well, we got rid of that tradition because the last one we did was Alex Hamilton, and it was about 120. Degrees when we had to put that coat on, um, yeah. but yeah, it was, it was a good week, obviously. It was, um, you know, I had uh, graduated from college, is pretty decent, you know, and I just had it started back playing and, and and was playing really well, and it had a really good summer, and just you know, right place, right time, played well, and um, I think one day we might have played at the uh, Riverside. Gr- yeah, Greenville Country Club. Yep, might yep. Have, or Riverside yep. might have played there one day, and I think that was the worst score I shot was there. Yeah. Um, so you alternated between both courses that I, year. I, I think they did that year. Did. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, and um, I'll, I'll, the two things I remember about it is I never thought about winning, and I never thought about losing. I just wanted to go play, and I wanted to have fun, and. I think I had like a two or three shot lead against Mark, and um, it got he birdied a couple holes, and uh, I think I made like 15 as a par five, and I was in the woods right. And I tried to hit this shot with a two shot lead, it hit a tree and went back in, and I was standing <laughs> over it, going to try it again, and for some reason I just decided to turn sideways and hit it out. And back then we were hitting persimmon wood. Right. So I hit a three wood from about 215 or 220 <laughs> into 15, which there's nowhere to hit right. it, about six feet. Wow. Didn't wow. make the putt, but I made a hell of a bogey. Yeah. Um, so, and then I birdied the last hole to win. Nice. And, uh, the one thing I remember been over and I was excited to win and stuff, but I was disappointed it was over with. I wanted to keep playing. Right. That's the one thing I, I, one thing I just – when, you know, I wanted to keep going, and um, that's that's 
winning and losing was great and I you know now I'm glad I did you know because I could have lost but yeah. uh, it was uh, it was it was a lot of fun I enjoyed it tremendously so you say 1993 you were single were you, were you married by then uh, I was dating my wife right and she was there with her uh, parents and so they came out to watch and I think we had a pretty decent entourage there a lot of local people that knew me and uh, they were there uh, Barry Black oh, yeah. those guys were there so it, it was neat I don't remember you know how many people were going yeah. um, I do remember this that I think it was eight or nine years later y'all had it there again yep. that's when bill haas won yep matter of fact your dad came up and asked me to play a practice round with you oh yeah, that's right he asked me to play a practice round with you and i shot about 85 in the practice <laughs> round and they had just redone the golf course and i do remember it was so much harder and so much longer and i shot one over in the tournament so I shot two shots worse and i don't know what i finished maybe top 10 top 12 something i don't know but I believe Bill Haas won it, and he yeah. shot eight under, yep. hit me by nine, and I played so much better. It was, you know, like one under was like shooting ten under back in, you right. know, in, in 93. The golf course was that much harder, but it was, I enjoyed mm. playing. Enjoy Chanticleer. Are Good you, experience there. You mentioned Persimmon Woods. Mm-hmm. Were you playing a blotter or professional back then? Do you remember? <laughs> played a Slazinger. Did you really? Yeah, I played a Slazinger wow. blotter. Yeah. Um, I remember it was the I hit a Founders Metalwood. Okay. That was a driver I hit. Wow. And uh, I remember, like, I think I played in the U.S. Amateur in 08, and that's when they came out with the Callaway, Big Bertha. Mm-hmm. I mean, I hit this little eight-degree bullet down there. I hit it, like, 20 <laughs> yards further now than I did, you know. But, uh, yeah, we played uh, – we had rotary phones back then. Oh, I'm – yeah. We drank water out of a hose. That's the sports drink. That was our sports drink back then was water out of a hose. Well, well back then you had to call – Wherever the hotel was to get your tea time for yeah. the next day, there was no well, online. You had to call the hotel, and yeah, I mean, you, you were laughing. You had to, you know, you'd write down directions. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Write them down and look out, pull over, and ask. For we them. would do results at that time, and we'd do the story, and we'd fax them out to the newspapers. So oh, yeah. I remember faxing everything out back, yeah. back then. And that was when I first started really getting into it for free, working for free then. But uh, I do have one funny little. And I was thinking about. It, he was telling about stories. Uh, you know. So I won, and, you know, we were there, and they're giving out the coats and stuff and leaving, and I didn't know what to do, you know. So I got this big old trophy, and I go back to Lanier, yep. which is non-existent now, and, you know, everybody's there, and we're going, and uh, my old college roommate was there. He worked for us today. He's a bartender, and he's an okay player. Uh, Steve Walden, I don't know if you ever remember, played with Chris Patton. Oh, yeah. I walked in, and he won. He said, he said, hell, I can beat you. <laughs> <laughs> I got no respect walking right in. No, that was back in the day, Lanier, which is now Home Depot, I guess. Yeah, it is. is that right? Well, no, Spartanburg High School. Spartanburg High School. Yeah. But y'all had some games back at Lanier, didn't you? Can't talk about it on uh, there. That's right. Can't that's talk right. about it on there. There's here. a lot but, of no, happening at Lanier. Uh, there was a lot of uh, – when people wanted to play and you wanted to play for a little something, that's where you came. Lanier was the upstate version of what we know as Northwoods. Yes. Okay. So, right. But it, ran, it probably – I mean, they came from Charlotte, Texas – I mean, they came in. That was we had some characters. That's it's kind of almost like a the Caddyshack, you know. Might have honed your game for that championship because if you don't play good there, no, you, you know what? I started after that kind of. Okay. Yeah, I was in college, and uh, I mean, I played a little bit, yep. you know, a little bit of the games, but I wasn't, I wasn't good enough. All right, All right. I mean, you know, I could, you know, a lot of the players. So now you are with, we're thirty years later, mm-hmm. and we're at Musgrove Mill for the ninety mm-hmm. second version of this championship. Mm-hmm. And what's one of the reasons that brought you in this week to play with us? This is my last year of my exemption. 
Um, and I turned 55 in August 28th, and I have not played since 12, I believe it was. Yep. And I just body was tough. Kids working, kind of lost round golf in the golf business. I'm around it all the time. Just lost interest uh, physically, mentally, and. Uh, you know, I kind of looked the last four or five years for a place to play, and I think y'all had originally had it somewhere else this year. Yep. And all of a sudden, it changed the Musgrove. I said, that's a 30-minute drive. Right. I can go down there and shoot 82, 82, <laughs> have a couple of cold beers. See my friends. See yeah. my friend. Well, I'm, there's nobody here anymore. Yeah, you know, it's uh, And the players that are here now, they're still playing. They're, they're, they're a lot better than I am. So, uh, but, no, it, I, I felt guilty. I don't put a lot of time and effort. I, don't, I maybe have played three rounds in the last – three months I don't play okay. much and uh, so my expectations are low but maybe the competitive juices get flowing and I hit a make a few putts and a few good shots and <laughs> listen you never know here at the mill baby no, the mill, well I was I needed it hard and fast this rain <laughs> yeah, is a night you know <laughs> listening uh, and I know we were talking about it earlier but listen to your early interview with Tyler Gray, yeah. I was just laughing. He said, you know, I got here worried about my driver. And he goes, you know, I can hit iron because I don't need driver. And I'm going, hell, I have to driver every hole. <laughs> I'm going, you know, I'm in trouble. So, uh, no, I just uh, I didn't want to take spots from other players. Right. And, you know, I didn't put a lot of effort into it. But I am to the point now where I hopefully am going to start playing some senior events, get my game back. You know, I can, I can get it around, but you know, put a pencil in your hand. I want okay. to touch on this real quick because okay. what's your, your 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 sport that you are focused on right now that you play a little bit of? What 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 are we doing now? I'm a pickleballer. Pickleball, baby. Pickleball. Uh, I love it. Uh, the camaraderie is fabulous. Um, you know, probably three or four handicapper. Okay. You know, I can. You know, it's like I always tell people when we play. I say either I'm either a three or an eight. Right? <laughs> yeah, I'm either really good or really bad. Right. Not a lot in between, but. Uh, you know, it's short, it's quick, uh, and if you get an opportunity to play, people, you know, you look at it, the names, first of all, is terrible. It's the yeah. worst name ever True. invented. True. And, but, I mean, it's becoming uh, young. Yeah, a lot of uh, the you can YouTube it, look at it. You can see all the young people, athleticism, the people that play. Uh, but it is so much fun, and you, you rotate and you play with different players. Like in golf, you're with the same group. Yeah, uh, it's five hours, four hours, whatever it is. Creek Golf Club is two and a half. They get mad if it's three. <laughs> I love it. Um, I mean, it's crazy. Uh, but you know, it's been something for me to do. I can play. I can play with eighty-year-old women. Yeah, and listen here, they're good. And they'll beat you <laughs> no, like a drum. They're good. They're good. Play with my wife. I can play with. I had my daughter out playing the other day. You know, learning how to play. And we play a little. Bit, we play a lot on the coast. Um, travel and play. I'm not into tournaments. She plays in some tournaments. Um, but no, it's it's the interaction and, and something different. Yeah. I'm around golf every day. Golf gets kind of like you. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm you got to get away and do yeah. other things. But I would strongly encourage. Uh, you know, it's a little. It's physical. I mean, there's a lot. It's number one producing uh, health. Uh, wow. I didn't know uh, that. Yeah, people, they're, they're, doctors are loving it. Most of the number one growing sport in America. Yeah, I mean, y'all, it just, is. y'all yeah. just redid your courts there at Columbia Country Club. Though. And there's people on them every day. Yep. Well, it went from like, I think the growth was like, it went from like 30, it went from like 5 million to 35 million in a year. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's the fastest scoring sport. It would probably be an Olympic sport. Yeah. Uh, but it's becoming more athletic, more competitive. And, you know, it's, it's a version between tennis, uh, racquetball, 
handball, paddle ball, ping pong, you can put it all in there, but it is very, very, I mean, it's a workout. That's awesome. It is good. It's so good. two things I want to end this with. One, yeah. you're probably the last guy to wear a pair of spikes and win this golf tournament that's in this field anyway. <laughs> Not trying to date us here. Todd uh, White. Yeah. Okay, true. Todd, Todd, Todd White. Todd White was Maybe probably Lee Palms. No. no. Oh, win the tournament. Yeah, win it win, with okay, spikes yeah, in your feet. You. Yeah. yeah. There's uh, some older people than me, but. So. I know you're proud of your, your daughters. Um, mm-hmm. Ann Taylor came to the junior golf program, very successful world traveler, young worker, mm-hmm. your other daughter, Garland. But when I see photos of you with your grandbaby on social media, that's the yeah. biggest smile I see, right? Yeah, that is. What's, yeah. what's your grandbaby's name? Me, uh, Camila Corinne. Yeah. And um, we call her Mila. Uh, got a birthday party Saturday. Uh, I told him, I said, we got everything coming in. And I said, hopefully, uh, they call, you know what my, they call me? No. Grand dude. Oh, oh nice. Grand, grand dude. dude. So I like I have that. An official grand dude. Um, I don't know how we came up with it, but yeah. it, it probably couldn't say something else, but came up with grand right. dude. And she goes, Grand dude, you're going to be here Saturday? And I said, Mila, I said, I really, really, really want to, but I hope I'm playing golf. So, well, the party's at four. I said, eh, I'll probably be there. If I make the cut, I'm going to be going at eight. So, yeah, you know. Right, right. But no, that's, it is, it's been a. Um, you know, unexpected, but yeah. an absolute joy in our life. Yeah. And, you know, at our age, you know, you, you find things to do. You go through your kids and, and going to school and watching them travel, volleyball, golf, and then they're growing up and they're going and doing, and you kind of look in between work and stuff, and all of a sudden this pops into your life. It's, yeah. uh, it's neat. It really is. Well, you look and happy. Yet, What's that? Um, you got how many kids do you have? I got two. How many? I have, have two. You Still got a little ways to go. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm ready to be a granddad. No, My kids are too young, though. No, no. <laughs> well, Mr. Huff, thank you so much. My pleasure. Thank you for, thank you for being here, Taylor. Yeah, appreciate it. I'm so me. glad to see you come back. I was glad to see your name in the field and look forward to seeing well, what you're doing. I hope, I, uh, I hope I'm respectable. Well, and I hope that uh, I get a little bit, uh, as I said, I told uh, Anna as I walked in the door and I said, this is why I don't go play. <laughs> it's raining. In yeah. It's raining. I got to put on rain gear and get ready to go play. And it's a workout for me. So, uh, well, no, thank y'all having me. Hopefully, really. we can get you back out here sooner than later. Well, so. senior, senior events. Two balls, four I balls, and senior events. I hear you, baby. Up tees, baby. I hear you. Up tees. Thank you, Taylor. Thank you. I'm ready when you are. Now we have Mr. 1990 from Camden Country Club in the room with us, Todd White. Todd, how are you? I'm doing well. A little waterlogged here from the first round, but doing okay. <laughs> Through 12 holes. Through correct? 12 holes. How are you playing so far? I'm uh, Luckily, I'm three under par right now. <laughs> with, a, with a little birdie look on, on number three there, my 12th hole of the day. I like that. Yeah, I mean, he's, a play, he's a past champion. I know. Man. I mean, I know. He's, he's a Hall of Famer now. Let's don't forget that. He went to the Hall of Fame last That's year. true. We're, we're in Wilkes Dignitary here. There's not many Hall of Famers in contention these days. No, there's not. Yeah. But, I mean, this man's made the Walker Cup in 2017? 2013. Right? 2013. 2013. Yeah. Won the U.S. four ball. That was, uh, you know, Nathan and I out there, the very first four ball that. at Olympic Club. I tell you, it didn't get, didn't get much better than that. Man, and that was Nathan? Smith out okay. of Pittsburgh, yeah. Man. Uh, so let's go back to 1990. What do you remember about that week? Uh, let's see. I think I remember making seven or eight on number nine in the first round and making the turn in 42. Really? And then I shot 30 on the back. Wow. Uh, so I you know, opened with 72. Uh, second round was 67. Third round, 74. And finished final round with a 64 to come back and win. Who'd you beat? Do you remember? 
No, I don't. I, I'm I, sorry to say that, but I don't. No, that's all right. I, I, you I, have to remember, that was 33 years ago. Well, that's what I know, and that's why I can't look online, because we didn't have results back then online. So I, I, I would have to go right. back to my, my paper files back in the office to find out. It would out. have been on the wire then, <laughs> not, right. not the line. That's right. The library microfilm, microfish. Uh, what clubs were you hitting back then, and ball were you using? Let's see. Uh, I do believe I had the... Uh, the tailor-made tour burner seven degree driver okay metalhead yeah metalhead uh i got my first metal they call it metal wood i can't right. say that I that's not oxymoron it doesn't come out right uh, but i got it when i was a junior in college okay and before that i had the persimmon and it was a balada ball it was the uh titleist uh i think it was 384 tour I think, nice i think it may have been yeah. that then i'm not sure but i think that's what it was Put a smiley face on them ever if you hit them thin? I think I put a smiley face when I made the seven or eight on number nine. <laughs> you can see the rubber bands in it. Right, right. Did, did you, were you, that week going into it, were you, were you mentally, were like, I'm, I can win this, I can do this? Uh, you know, I'd had a really good summer. Uh, I'd won the Northeast Amateur up in Rhode Island earlier in the summer. Yeah. Um, probably to that time, that was my biggest win to date. Um, and I played well through the summer in the major amateur events and, you know, came into Camden playing well. And I, I love that golf course. It is so much fun to play because, you know, a lot of people say, you, you know, you step up and hit it. But there, not the case. You got to think your way around. I yeah. just love the place. Were you in college at that time? Uh, was I? 1990? I, I just graduated. From Furman, I correct? just graduated from Furman, yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Camden's one of those golf courses, I hate to say that a lot of – a lot of people either really love it, no, or a lot it. of people don't like it. And I, obviously, Todd liked it. You haven't played a bunch of CGA four balls there over the years, I assume? I've played in one. That's it? Yeah, I played in one. You have to remember, the CGA four ball, it falls uh, in May. And being a school teacher, it's kind of tough because it's right around exam time also. So it's, yeah. it's kind of tough to get away from that what one. What do you teach? I teach uh, two classes, U.S. government. And uh, my other classes, I've created a class called Economics of Sport. Uh, we serve as a uh, sports information arm for our athletic department. And the students look at every career in the world of sport other than playing and coaching. Interesting. Wow. So that's kind of a lead into what I went through at South Carolina with the sports administration department they have there. It's a little bit of the same thing. And, and that's kind of what we're trying to do there at Spartanburg High School is uh, we're, showing, we're showing students that you do not have to be a stellar athlete to be involved with or have a career in the world of sport. Uh, you look at what the colleges are doing now with their social media teams. Um, you have students that are strong with computer skills that are looking at that and saying, you know what, I can help them with their graphics design. I can do with this. So it, it's a segue into hopefully you know, college scholarship or college program and then a career. Well, let me ask you this, because you, you win the Amateur Championship in 1990. You've graduated college. And I, I, you and I have talked about this before. Let's let our listeners hear. Was there ever any aspirations to go professional? Well, I, I did turn pro. And um, I played professionally for just a little over four years. And when I say I played professionally, I, I say that in quotation marks. Because yeah, I, I, had no, I never earned status on any tour. Uh, I played in a number, I say a number of, just several it was nike tour at the time yep. i qualified for some of those um but the only highlight that i really can can draw to is i qualified for the 1995 u.s open at shinnecock um i did that um, put my two rounds in missed the cut came home um, and it was just about a little over a year after that 
So you know what? This is just not taking me where I thought it would. It's time to do something else. Yeah. Well, that's a good lead-in, too, because I know we're getting off of our amateur championship thing, but this is an interesting story. Oh, yeah. Todd, do you remember off the top of your head how many USGA events you've played in? Uh, it's uh, between 30, 30, 34, 35, 36, that's something amazing. like that. That's <laughs> amazing. It's unbelievable, actually. <laughs> so, well, I want to ask you, what does it take for a man to keep that competitive level of skill 33 years later, still competing the same event, and, and you're in the hunt. I mean, I know we're really early into the event, but I would assume you're probably leading at this point. Well, I, I really, you know, the longevity with which I've been able to maintain my game, it's something that uh, I'm proud of. Yeah. You know, I've worked hard to stay in shape. Yeah. Um, the good Lord blessed me with eye-hand coordination and a little bit of athletic ability. You know, my dad played professional baseball, so I guess I inherited it from him. And that's the other part is I've always been a very competitive person. So I just enjoy teeing it up against the college guys. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want to see how my game still stacks up because I know I don't hit it as far. You know, and you mentioned being in the hunt. It is very early here. But, yeah. you know, this golf course, you don't have to hit driver. Right. And that lends itself to me being able to compete. Now, we go to a big golf course like the Dunes last year. Yeah. You know, it, it's more difficult. And, and it's just father time taking its toll. That it being is. said, at the Dunes, I got to introduce Todd on this final round. When we were, I was starting on the final round, and I got to introduce him as the, the 1990 South Carolina Amateur Champion. And we looked around at his two playing, components, uh, playing competitors, and uh, I, they weren't even a thought in their parents' uh, minds. At that time. Yeah, their parents may have been in middle school then. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, that's awesome. Uh, it's it's uh it's a little bit uh, disconcerting sometimes when you know in your your threesome that the other two people you add their ages together and they don't come close to matching mine. I get it, and I can see that. But you also there should be proud of that. Um, How close are you to senior ranks now? I am fifty five now, so uh, you know I've finished here hopefully Sunday, and then I've uh, got senior amateur qualifying on Monday. They're That's all. right. Turn right around and go to Lexington for, yep. for Senior Am. Those guys are screwed. <laughs> right. Good luck. Uh, Good luck. We've, we've got a lot of great senior players in the state. and uh, You know, it's weird having Senior Open at 50, which I've been fortunate to play in two Senior Opens, and now I'm 55, so I'm eligible for Senior Amateur. So let's hope we can add another USGA event to the list. Are you not exempt directly into the Amateur? No, I'm not. I would think you would be. No. Yeah. Um, I was trying to think that exemption for Walker Cup, it would have expired a number of years ago, okay. and I wasn't old enough. Well, and, and speaking of exemptions, you know, our, as a former champion, you're exempt into our state amateur until the age of 55. It goes to show you, Todd is 55. He, he, he made his own exemption. He, he worked his way in there without, without <laughs> that. So. And one of the things, I looked at that list, too, by the way, and uh, I think if you play in a USGA event, you're exempt into the, to the state am. So... Nathan and I still have three more years on our four-ball exemption, so go. I've got at least three more go. state aims. Good for you. Good for you. And, and honestly, we'll probably have to come back and just do another Todd White Yeah, episode. absolutely. This is just a, a trailer, trailer right. kind of give an introduction. And with the play resuming in about 30 minutes, maybe? Yep, we're hoping. We're we, hoping so. We probably need to let you go uh, so you can resume your normal activities. Anything, uh, any big memory? A couple questions about the 1990. A big memory, uh, something special that maybe happened that week. That 30 on the back nine. True. The first day. What was the, the most clutch shot you hit that week uh, as well? Yeah, I'd, obviously, you know, we didn't have scoreboards out there right, in 1990 right. unless somebody was, you know, carrying around a big cardboard thing. <laughs> but, uh, no, I, you know, shooting 30 on the first, first the back nine the first day, yeah. that, that righted the ship. 
It, uh, but I just remember on 17, Penn was back left, and I hit a wedge to about a foot. Wow. And I ended up by one by one. And then 18, I just remember having about, you know, 25-foot putt. Pin was back right, and I lipped it out for birdie and had just a tap-in par, thank goodness. Yeah. But, uh, you know, the, the birdie on 17, but then the 30 on the back nine on, on Thursday. That, those are the two things that, that stand out. Maybe you have a 30 this week. You never know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> never <laughs> but, Todd, thank you for taking the time out of our rain delay to come hang out with us and talk to us, and uh, we look forward to seeing what you do the rest of the week. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Appreciate thank everything you. y'all do. Appreciate you. We are lucky to be joined by Mr. Lee Palms, who won here at Musgrove 15 years ago. Right here at the mill, baby. Love it. Thanks for having me. It was a good week that week. It was fun. They, uh, it was a roller coaster ride. Well, that's what I, I'm just going to jump out the gate with some stats for you, real quick. So, my man, Mr. Palms, here finished that week at five under par. Yep. Um, he won by one shot uh, over. Do you remember who you won by one shot? I do. Will, Will Oldham from Virginia right. Tech. Is yeah. that right? Yeah. Okay. All right. So here, here you go. For that week, Lee made, uh, Lee made, twenty-two birdies. Wow. One eagle. Okay. Nine bogeys. Yeah. Three doubles. Okay. And one quad. Wow. And finished at five hundred par. We That's had to go to a playoff, didn't we? I was probably most proud of that first round where I made a quad early and shot even. Par. What'd you make day. quad on? What hole? Uh, 14. Okay. Wow. How'd you do that? Missed Can't it. tap the table. I, That's I the only rule. Missed it right off the tee uh, and had to go drop a few tee boxes up and then pulled that one left and then was behind a root and hit the next one in the water. And really? And it's eight. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I, I, I've not gone through the record books, but I don't know if we've ever had an amateur champion that made a quad on a hole and won. You can do it here. That's what we call it. You got milled. You got mushroom right. milled. That's right. And that's what we might see this week. You just don't know. I mean, you could, there's a lot of birdies out there. Well, there's a lot of others. The, it's the kind of golf course where if you're on, it, yeah. it's a lot of wedges, and you can throw some darts, and you can make a bunch of birdies. But when you're off, there is nowhere yeah. to hide. No. There's a 10 lurking around every corner. <laughs> what do you remember about that week? Anything particular? Um, a really good weekend. Yeah. Of play 67 bogey free on Saturday, uh, 69 with a, a lot of birdies and some bogeys, uh, the, the last <laughs> round. Uh, but just really grinding it out mentally that that week. Pretty we, disappointed after the first two rounds, yeah, to be three over par because I was playing really good going into that. Uh, just kind of hunkered down and if I'm not mis- you weren't in the final pairing were you no I you was came not. the group ahead I believe yeah I was uh either one or two groups behind I had to watch yeah. I had to watch two groups come through and and miss putts wow I had nothing left and I did not want to go on a playoff I can tell you that yeah. I mean, you don't want to wish anything bad on somebody right. else but I was like please lord don't let me go in a and playoff. you actually had two boys well Josh Goldman was part of that second okay. time, yeah second yeah two. that's right um yeah. and and uh they uh they got that week. Sorry, I had another message. We're in a rain delay right now, so Lee's yeah. t- taking it very nicely to come in here and talk to us during his rain delay. But uh, uh, that week there at Musgrove, it was hot that week. I remember it was. Yeah, I do remember hot. it was hot. Yes, it was very hot. You remember at Greenville Country Club? Yes. You still get to play a good bit. You're working more with your kids. What you, you got? You know, it's. Uh, I keep my foot in it. 
but I don't play as much as I used to. I don't play as much competition as I used yeah. to, yeah. and that really shows. Um, I mean, it's still clubbing my hand three or four days a week, but, nice. you know, chipping and putting, walking nine or something like that. But uh, the last competitive event I played in was the Senior Open qualifier back in May. Okay. Uh, and I'll play in this, and that'll be it this year. I'm in no man's land. Yeah, because you kind of you, you're waiting on can't compete with twenty year olds, and I'm not old enough to play senior golf till next year. You got one more year. That's right. You could be a force on that senior tour though when we get yeah, going. I hope so. That'll be fun. We got a bunch of guys: Todd uh, White, Lee Palms. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's hope cool. to get rejuvenated. Yeah. I mean, that's you know you get to play. I mean, there's a lot between just our events: the senior four ball, the champ, the, the senior championship, the senior better balls, all kinds of good stuff. Yeah, you can compete it'll be in. fun to be a rookie. Yeah, right. It's been a while since you've been a rookie, right? A long while, yeah. You get to go up a tee, too. That's, oh, yeah. <laughs> Even better. Where are you right now, as score-wise, through 12 holes in this delay? I am three over par, okay. but about to go higher uh, uh, if we go back out. He's so in the we middle. can take a lot of time to do this, <laughs> and, and if we can wash out. He was in the monsoon on the hole. He teed off on when he was getting ready to make a number. He's, it was really raining now. I'm having yeah. a hard time keeping everything dry at this yeah. point. Yeah, and I, and I need it dry. Did you have a game plan coming in here this week? Anything that particular? You know, I, I worked a little bit on my, on my game coming in, and um, and felt pretty good about it. Got off to a, a good start today. Um, was a couple under par through three or four holes, and and then got you know musgroved. Yeah, uh, as they say, <clears throat> kind of went south for a little while, and trying to get it back together, but. We'll say, it sounds like the same thing you did 15 years ago. Well, you know, that's the whole time I'm doing I'm like, hey, it's right. been here before. Right. Yeah. Uh, we can come back from this. Good, good. So, we'll one, a couple of the younger guys, at Tyler Gray and Zach, we've talked to already. And, yeah. Uh, talked about not having to hit a lot of driver off the tees here. Is that kind of in the same wheelhouse with you? Yeah. It, thinking back 15 years ago, um, I'm longer now than I was 15 years ago. Wow. Uh, and when I played with the college guys uh, 15 years ago, I was, a, I was right there, maybe a little behind them, but not, not much, 15 yards, 20 yards here and there. The difference is, I've said I'm longer now than I was 15 years ago, but they are They're longer. so much. It's <laughs> unbelievable. Now 15, 60 by you. I, I was uh, a last, long college player is right. last year we were at the Dunes Club and I was starting on the first hole it was a 420 yard par four straight away and for guys like you and I we were worrying about these two fairway bunkers that were out there yeah. these kids were just they don't see them. blowing it over there yeah flip wedge uh, yeah so that's that's sort of the biggest difference from 15 years ago but here having all that length it just doesn't matter because right, right. you run out of room um, I, I hit generally the same clubs off the tee that I did 15 years ago. Wow. A lot of three woods and hybrids. Um, the difference is that was three woods and hybrids for the college guys back then. Now it's four irons and yeah. driving irons yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. But they're hit that, they're four iron where I hit my three wood. You got a driving iron? No. Hmm. Just hybrid and three wood. Gotcha. I like it. I'll, so 15 years ago, it's not too long ago. What ball, do you play in Pro V's? Was that? Pro V's yeah. back then. Okay. Yeah. I don't think it was the ball as much then. It's just the equipment now is so much better. It's right. so much easier to hit yeah. drivers and three woods than it was back then. What driver do you have in the bag right now today? I've got uh, the, the TaylorMade burner driver, you, the, the maybe two-year-old one. What driver did you win with? Do you remember? It was a Titleist driver. Um, I do know that. Gosh. One of those Nine seven five or something like that. <laughs> yeah, nine seven five D. Yeah, I think I just yeah. got rid of that. That was the one I just got rid of last year. <laughs> yeah, 
it's oh. it's archaic now. Well, so and you you play here at the mill. Do you do you play here on a kind of a regular basis? No, I mean, I'm not a member here, and I uh, I was a member here way back uh, from '99 to about 2003. Yeah. Um, so a lot of familiarity with it. And then you know it, it's close to home, so still play it once or twice a year. I mean, it's it something. Don't get much better though. I mean, no. between the staff, Jeff Tallman and his crew, and, yeah. and the golf course, it's, and I get nostalgic every time I come back. I'm sure it's super <laughs> special. Um, love it here. It's been really good to me because I want a mid am here too. That's right. That's right. I apologize. I forgot. Yeah, it's it's three. Yeah. yeah. So every five years. <laughs> So you feeling it? I mean, we're on an increment of I five. I won thirteen. I won another bit having thirteen. So it was yeah. then then eighteen. Not so much. No. Um, Man. Well, during that week here at, the, at yeah. Musgrove, and like we said, you had a lot of different numbers in there. Is there anything that really stuck out? Anything that really like maybe maybe made you think that man, this might be my my moment? <laughs> yeah, this is gonna be hard to believe. But uh, I woke up in the middle of the night uh, after going to bed Saturday night at. Three thirty. I couldn't sleep, and it, I said, "You know what? If I win, they're going to ask me to say something, and I, and I need to think about what I'm going to say. I'm going to write it. I'm going to write it down right now. If you think I'm not going to think about it again, wow! And until that, that's sort of that. How good a feeling I had wow. about that last day. Nice. I, um, and it, I was trying to be, you know, like braggadocio. I'm like, just write a few things down. Put, put it in your pocket and don't think about it again. Just you know, put your basically put your head down." and go was was my motto and you know you might make some bogeys but just keep just keep going until it's over it's hard hard to win here especially um and i I made a good par save on 17 i wasn't i knew i was in the lead i think just because people started kind of coming around yeah and i hit an atrocious tee shot on 18 i mean i was a it was a hammer hook into some of those pines that sort of guard that swamp and kicked it straight down and Pitched out, knocked on the green, two putter for bogey, and then you just had to wait. Wow, yeah. man! So it could have been, it could have been the other way. I got, I, I got lucky. Very I've lucky seen a there. couple golf tournaments lost here on that 18th yeah, hole. Yeah, it's hard to finish here. How did you celebrate that victory? Uh, God, I remember calling my wife in the car because this is before we did live scoring yeah. and all that, you know, and just you know, almost I crack up now thinking about it. And just say, you know, I did it. Yeah. Um, and by the time I got back, 45 minutes later, she had all friends over at the house nice. and friends and family, and we were drinking beer and had pizza Good. and had a great time. That's it was awesome. super, super fun. That's awesome. Yeah. Great. Well, listen, Lee, I, I appreciate you taking time out of your rain delay to come sit here and talk to us. And uh, My pleasure. I hope we can get back out there maybe today, but we'll for sure get back oh, out yeah. there tomorrow and play some golf. And I uh, hope you have a good week, and, and thank you again for being a part of this you with bet. us. You bet. Thank all you right. guys for everything you do. Appreciate, appreciate you. Appreciate it a bunch. We're lucky to be joined by the last one in the field with us, our sixth defending state amateur champion from 2006, Mr. Jeffrey Goff. Jeff, how are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. Welcome to Musgrove. Yeah. Well, so hopefully we can get you back out there. We're, like we're in this rain delay, you haven't even had a chance to tee it up. You haven't even hit practice balls. So. Okay. You're not on the golf course yet. No. I have not touched the club. And, uh, you know, actually, this is my first golf tournament uh, in 13 years. Really? So y'all were kind of pulling out all the stops for me today. I mean, I had to come with umbrellas and rain gear and everything. So yeah. let's go back to 06. Uh, what did you, were you playing college golf prior to that? I had not. Okay. But you did it. Did, you went pro after that, didn't you? 
uh, I returned to school. Okay, I thought. I actually left my job after winning the 06 Amateur, yeah. returned to school for a couple of years, and then I did pursue professional golf after that. Okay, and from the Aiken area, correct? That's correct. Yeah. Um, where did you where did you grow up playing? Uh, so I grew up in the Aiken area, uh, grew up playing at Woodside Country Club. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, and then really after high school, I quit playing golf. Did I quit for about four years. So I started back playing again around 04. Uh, kind of got the itch, played a few tournaments, and, uh, and obviously ended up at, in the state am at Palmetto in 06. Well, you would have had to qualify more than likely that year. Do you Absolutely. Remember, where'd you qualify? It's a long time ago. I know. Yeah, I no, guess like no idea. I, I did play the state am in 05. Okay. What was that, Daniel Island maybe? Yes, I believe that's right. Um, that qualifier may have been – one of the years was at the uh, – I guess it's cobblestone now. Okay. Yeah, in uh, Columbia. But, but for 06, I have no idea. Gotcha. gotcha. Yeah, we were at Daniel Island. That's when Emmett Turner went deep at Daniel Island. Was, um, I remember Palmetto Golf Club that year. One thing I remember, it was hot. Bro. It oh, was absolutely. like blazing yeah. hot. That was your first event with us, that wasn't it? That was my first AM, yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, yeah, it was so daggum hot. And that, that they built a new 10th tee back there. It was like a raised platform. And I remember Alan starting back there and coming off of there, and he was, what you want me to do next, boss? I said, I want you to go to the hotel and take a shower, bro. You're nasty. That is not but, the way it really <laughs> went down, but anyway. It was hot, though. Yeah, It, it was, was hot. It was There hot. was no air moving back there at 10 green. Uh, Jeff, let me tell you, I, I'm looking through the scoreboard from back then. You, you shot four rounds, 70, 66, 73, 68, 277 total, three-shot victory. And here's some of the names. There's some of these names. Jordan Bird came yep. in second. Jordan played great everywhere that year. Philip Mollica, who was a defending champion, yep. was second. Uh, beat Steve Lieber, Luke Hart, Josh Jackson, George Bryan. I mean, there's some there's some players in there you took down. Bert Atkinson. You could have been a YouTuber. You ever thought about that? <laughs> Just kidding. You know, I, George lives, still lives in the Aiken area, maybe Augusta maybe, but I, yeah. I see him every once in a yeah. while. Yeah, so always good to see him. Anything yeah. particular that week that just got you going, just familiar with the course, or just, just, just felt it? I mean, honestly, it's, it was probably kind of like catching lightning in a bottle, to be honest with you. <laughs> I was obviously working a full-time job. I worked a rotating 12-hour shift, so that was, that was certainly difficult. Um, swing shift, days and nights. Um, I had played a USM qualifiers, I don't know, around Atlanta, like the Monday and Tuesday that week, and played horrible. I don't know. We'll say maybe shot a pair of 77s or something. So I come home, and I'm speaking to my wife, and she's like, what are we doing? You're spending all this money playing golf, and, you know, what are, what are we doing here? And I said, I don't know. <laughs> I said, but I'm in the state am field, and, and we're going to go give it a go this week and, and, and see what happens. Um, so, obviously, low expectations headed into the tournament because I was not playing well. Um, but it, it just turned out to be my time. Started hitting a few few solid shots, making a couple putts, and, uh, and I mean, it turned out to be enough. I knew I was a new guy on the block with the SCGA at that time, and but I'd known – the Fords and all the kind of the players. You came out of nowhere, in my opinion, that week. Do you feel like that? Oh, absolutely. Um, and and even in some of the interviews back then, I remember telling some of the folks, it's like, you know, I know a lot of these people. Yeah. But but I quit playing golf when I graduated high school in 2000. Okay. And so, yeah, I had a big, you know, junior career, played SCJGA events yep. and some AJGA and all that sort of stuff. and. 
and uh I don't know, maybe like a lot of typical teenagers goofed off in high school, right? So right. it didn't didn't make the grades to really go anywhere and pursue a college career. Uh, but uh, to be honest, I was a little burnt out as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, when I graduated high school, I decided to hang the clubs up. So I was kind of away from the game for four years. Um, kind of got the itch back, started playing a little bit in 04, I think. So I took four years off. Yeah. And um, so then 06 rolls around and – so it's like people maybe remembered the name, but didn't you know? I recognized a lot of faces, but right. didn't really know anybody. So, so absolutely, I would say it kind of came from nowhere. You weren't a favorite, we'll say. Uh, uh, yeah. By no means was I a favorite. And I'm pretty sure you ended up that got you enough points to get on the Palmetto Cup team that same year. Whereas the South Carolina Amateurs versus South Carolina Pros, correct? I did. I did play that event. It yeah. was at uh, that fall, I believe, at Long Cove. Oh, okay. that's a good one. That's yeah, a good one. absolutely. Your picture still hangs on the wall in the SCJ office. And at that Palmetto Cup, you were paired with Jordan Bird after battling with him. Absolutely, at, at yeah. Palmetto. We had we had a really good time for that uh, that two day event. Yeah, um, but back to the state am the final round. You, Philip Malika, and who was the third in that group? I don't Jordan. Jordan. Jordan Bird. That's and right. Jordan was really hot that year. He was meddling whatever qualifiers we would have USGA. He was pretty much a medalist. So. Uh, and I don't want to say that you were shot out of a can of nowhere. I just wasn't – I mean, you're obviously a great player, and I wasn't on my radar at that time. And you were on everybody's radar after that week for sure. But that final round, the nerves ever kick in? Did you ever doubt yourself? Or I, I don't think the uh, – I think by that point, the final round, I'd kind of settled in. Uh, but I did get off to a rough start. If I remember correctly, I believe I hit um, – Drove it in a couple divots, you know, just some bad breaks. But I, I think I bogeyed maybe three, four, and five, which is not an easy stretch in right. Palmetto. Right. Um, and then I, I get to six, uh, the par five, which we played as a par four, and, and I hit my drive right down the middle, probably the best tee shot of the day, maybe of the round, and I'm right next to a sprinkler head. So, Charlie Roundtree, good old buddy there, he, he's the referee in the group. He comes over. I'm trying to get relief, and he won't give me relief. Yeah. Um, so, my ball wasn't on the sprinkler head, but it was kind of, you know how sprinkler heads kind of slope down yeah. toward yeah. them, and I'm kind of on that slope, you know. And, of course, I'm wanting to hit a draw because that's what I was playing, but it really doesn't set up for that with the way the ground sloped. And anyway, he doesn't give me relief, and I hit a poor shot, and I think I'm end up making another bogey. So, so really not going well and my dad's caddying for me okay and uh he he's just like son what are, what are we doing we we <laughs> we, need, we need to get this thing turned around right and um and, and i did I, I i obviously don't remember the whole by whole score but yeah. but i i believe i part seven the uh the difficult part three there with the small green yeah um and then Nine was the turning point in the match. Um, I'm pretty sure I turned in over par, but uh, shot shot an under par round on the back nine. Um, Jordan had a unfortunate break on the ninth. He hit it over the green, okay, uh, which is absolutely dead. Yep. You're, you're in no man's land if you hit it over nine green at Palmetto. Yeah, uh, and that was kind of the turning point there. And then I think I birdied ten, and it was just kind of off to the races from there. Nice. Nice. Now, real quick, this is not amateur championship week type of information. You got a kid that's playing in our junior golf association now, right? I do. My my son just turned twelve. Um, 
about two weeks ago. Nice. Uh, he's been playing SCJGA events for a couple years now. Um, he got started off at a at a really young age. Uh, he come to me as a kid. I believe he was four, uh, just shy of his fifth birthday, and he said, "Daddy, I want to play in a golf tournament." <laughs> and Honestly, I had to get my wife involved to help translate because I couldn't understand what he was saying. <laughs> but we determined he was telling us he wanted to play in a golf tournament. And he's four years old. Yeah. And, you know, obviously times have changed from when I was four years old, right? But yeah. I said, buddy, I, I, I don't believe there's a golf tournament for a four-year-old. <laughs> right. I said, but I'll, I'll look. And if something's there, then, then we'll do it. So, yeah. obviously, you know, this day and time, Google and the Internet and everything else um, – simple search you find u.s kids golf yeah. and i didn't even know it existed because it didn't exist when i was coming up so two weeks later we're in the car leaving aiken headed to greenville for a u.s kids event that's awesome were you caddying i didn't i did caddy yeah he uh so first tournament he shoots 62 on nine holes at four years old <laughs> uh, wow. which honestly I, I i think they have a rule in their local events where you pick up after 10 strokes yeah um and he tapped in for a 10 on the ninth hole. So he did not have to pick up nice. a single hole. So that, that was, I, th I felt like that was a feat in itself. That's but he shoots cool. 62, walking off the ninth green. He said, Daddy, that was awesome. When's the next one? That's great. Wow. So it's just kind of been off to the races for him. Good for you, man. Uh, ever since, uh, kind of coming up through the, through the U.S. Kids Golf, which is, is really an amazing feat in itself. I mean, he's, he's played their world championships and maybe he was six i guess we headed to pinehurst for the u.s kids world yeah. championship they're six and under age division and uh, that was pre-covid right so it was much bigger probably then than it is now to do the parade down the street and all absolutely that? Yeah. so we we marched right on down the street and august pinehurst temperatures so yeah. lovely so that's that's fun <laughs> but um but you know it's really amazing to see the kids uh, I think it was the final round. He was paired with two kids from foreign countries, and forgive me, I don't remember the countries, but they did not speak English. So here we got three six-year-olds. None of the three speak the same language. Wow. And by about the fourth hole, they could communicate with one That's another. Awesome. That's awesome. You cool. know, not, not verbally, of course, but, but they could communicate with one another. Well, maybe, just, maybe one day he'll follow in Dad's footsteps, and then maybe we'll be talking to him about an amateur championship at some point in time. Very well could be. Yeah. yeah. Well, Jeffrey, let me tell you, thank you for being part of this. I love to see your name on the list when I, when I was looking through it and getting one of our old former champions back with us here at the Mill, and hopefully we can get you out there at some point in time <laughs> we can go play some golf. Well, well I hope to. Um, it's – uh, honestly, the reason I'm here is uh, I quit playing golf in 2010, or competitive golf at least, and I probably averaged 10 rounds a year since then. Uh, but my son has, uh, within the last year, he started asking, and he's like, Daddy, why don't you play golf anymore? And I'm like, well, buddy, that's kind of because I'm carrying you all over the place, you know. <laughs> yeah. uh, he plays baseball as well, so certainly. And, and I have a daughter, so those kids certainly keep us busy. He said, but, Daddy, I'd really like to watch you play in a golf tournament. He said, I'll even caddy for you. So I said, I'll, I'll see what I can do. So here we are. I haven't played a competitive round in 13 years. Um, so he, Is he on the bag? He's here. He, he's <laughs> here. He was probably a little disappointed to see that it was players could ride and caddies had to walk. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but he's here. He's going to be tagging along. 
Uh, not sure how much caddy work he'll get in, but but uh, he's certainly going to watch me play. And that's cool. th- again, that's the whole reason that I'm here. He wanted to watch uh, his dad play competitive round of golf. That's so, awesome. That's so, awesome. Good place to do it. Yep, yep. Good to have you, man. I'm glad you're back. No, be fun uh, to watch. certainly. I'm glad to be here. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Bo. Together, the South Carolina Golf Association, the South Carolina Junior Golf Association, and the South Carolina Junior Golf Foundation strive to promote, preserve, and grow the game of golf in South Carolina. Through a combined effort, each association and the foundation work to support amateur golf, junior golf, and grow the game's initiatives throughout the state of South Carolina. Be sure to follow all three organizations on our social media handles for the latest and greatest updates and news. The MySCGA app is also a great way for all members to post scores, follow live scoring at SCGA Major Championships, and stay updated on all things SCGA. To follow live scoring of the SCJGA events, download the SCJGA app.